and welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Move It Mama's very own podcast. A community connected through exercise, but so much more. The Sparkle Pod aims to sprinkle a little bit of everything, from sparkle and sunshine to our daily grind and rigmaroles. We hope you enjoy. I always look forward to recording our podcast. It's probably one of the highlights of my week. I think it's because it is a dedicated time to have a proper conversation. Most of our listeners are Move It Mama members, but we do have a few that aren't. Whoever you are, we thank you again for joining us and enjoying our potty and being here with us. Over the last few months, we've brought in two new friends in Move It Mama for our members to work out with. With Shah being absent with her first baby, we had a few gaps to fill. It's always quite a big deal to do new things, but once I had decided who I wanted and they agreed, it felt quite right. So enter Kirsten and Sarah, Hobsey. Kirst is someone Sissies and I have known for many years. I picked her up at the gym about 20 years ago. I was working on the front desk and she would come into the gym after school with her dad. They were the cutest wee couple. They were both friendly and full of smiles. We would chat a lot and I became a little bit protective of her. Fast forward, Jess and Kirst have a strong friendship and we all love her. Kirst lives in Auckland and is now a mother of two delicious little girls and wifey to peers. Welcome to the Sparkle Pod, Kirsty Gordon. We are so happy you're here. Hi girls! Hey, <laughs> that was so sweet, Lee. Thank you. Well, That's I could keep going. <laughs> I just was thinking back to, um, you know, when I first clapped eyes on you. And I just remember, like, it's so funny what our memory bank does, eh? Like, all I think about is just when you walk through the, those doors, those front doors with your dad and your uniform, the long Queen Margaret uniform, and always oh. being quite inspired by you being like a 16-year-old, say, going in with your dad and doing a class. And, and, and I could tell, I remember even seeing you walking in and then when you'd walk out, you'd be on a high. Like, the endorphins were, were kicking off back then, you know? Oh, yeah. We've been, Dad and I have been going for years, even um, before Wellington. So in South Africa, where I grew up, um, I think with our like medical insurance, you got, I could go to the gym for next to nothing from 13. And I know that some people might think that's a bit, you know, too young to be doing that, but I was mucking around really. But I think Mm. it was more just creating that sort of a habit. And this is a place I can go. I can mm. do a bit of exercise. I can enjoy, you know, being around other people that are like-minded. So, yeah, we've been doing that a while. Um, just a question on that. I know we haven't even said good morning, good morning to Jess, but Jess, good morning. Curse um, <laughs> at 13, when you started going to the gym, did your dad say, right, you're coming with me? Or did he put it out there saying, oh, I'm going to go and do some exercise. Did you want to come? Yeah, it was certainly nothing that I was forced to do. I was forced to play sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not, um, I don't think I'm half as sporty as you gals, but um, my folks, like, they knew that that was an important thing to do, be part of a team. And yeah. so begrudgingly, I go along to, like, sporting events. But I, he just thought, oh, well, it's next to nothing. She can have fun. There was a pool so I could swim and, um, yeah, just encouraged me to do anything that I wanted to, really. Mm-hmm, cool. And so did your mum go with your dad to the gym and you've got a brother? Did he go with you or was it just you and your dad? No, just me and dad. So yeah, how come? They did their own thing. Well, so there's a six-year age gap between my brother and I. So he was quite mm-hmm. little. So he was oh, yeah, quite too little to be going along. Um, yeah. And mum always just did her own thing. So they all, all my, both my parents exercised. Mum always ran. And then actually at that time she was doing um lol, that fast walking. Oh was yeah. she? Um yeah. <laughs> That's quite, funny. she actually did a full marathon, forty two Ks of fast walking. Oh can you my actually believe gosh. it? Oh like, I just can't think of anything worse, I'd be so bored. I know, like hurry <laughs> up. Yeah, that, that kind of fast walk that they like flick their hips out and yeah. they sort of strut. Oh, absolutely. You got it, girl. So anyway, at that time, she was just on her own um, mission and doing that. So, um, yeah, Dad and I used to go. It was just something that we did together, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, because I wasn't sort of the rugby-playing son. Yeah, yeah. He was and, yeah, cool. Hey, and so you moved to New Zealand when you were 14 or something. Is that right? Yeah, 15. Yeah, so why did you guys move? What what was that um, driving? So Dad um, worked for a pharmaceutical company, and they um, offered him a role um, managing the New Zealand branch, which 
was an opportunity that they couldn't pass up, really. I mean, gosh, how lucky were we to end up in a beautiful country like New Zealand? But I do mm. remember at the time that was quite, um, mm. I don't want to challenging for me being a 15 year old girl not wanting to mm. have anything to do with my parents and then moving to a country I knew nothing mm. about and not knowing a soul and then mm. trying to sort of establish those friendships which were already really established you know by that time and yeah yeah but when you're in high school I mean um, I know I'm not downgrading the fact of how challenging that would have been but I'm thinking of if you had rocked up at my high school and I was in your class I'd be like stoke there's a new girl let's see if we can connect like did you feel like people were welcoming to you or was it quite hard to break in I felt like you would have been a person that I would have definitely gravitated towards and I I found it quite difficult actually at the beginning to break in because mm. it was a very mm. different school so mm. The school I went to in South Africa was possibly a bit more like you guys went to Onslow, eh? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So um, a bit of a lower socioeconomic kind of school? No, or? boys and girls. So oh, yeah. Co- mm. co-ed, boys and girls. I had boyfriends and girlfriends and we all just mixed in together and then I went to an all-girls high school and it was yeah. Um, quite, yeah, just a bit culture shock really. And was that all sorted for you before you arrived? Like, why did you end up going to that school? Because that school is like, I mean, it's an amazing school, isn't it? But it's um, not a big school. And so why did you end up going there? Do you know? Um, look, I think it's so difficult. So you you guys will know as mothers and you go around, look, let's say, kindies or primary schools and stuff. And you don't, you don't really know a place until you've spent quite a bit of time there. So we were mm. just, it was all quite rushed. So we moved in the January and school started in the February. So we went around. There's not many high schools in Wellington, no. really. Um, and we were going to be living in Kandala, which is kind of why we also, um, you girls and I, crossed paths a bit. Um, and, yeah, the selection wasn't massive. And I think mom, we went there and they really liked the principal. I think she came across really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, I can't fault it. I've still got really, really good friends from there I just mm. think it took me a little bit of time to um adjust yeah like hey um I know I'm doing so much questions but Jess do you have some but <laughs> I've just got one more and then Jess you can pipe in um <laughs> so many are you questions. still f- so many so much so, so many, many questions mm. yeah did I say so much questions yeah you did <laughs> I did I not think, uh, you did but you 100% did but I think you were kind of merging two sentences what you wanted to say was right. I have so much to ask <laughs> yes and then you went no but I've got so many questions so you put them together and you fucked it up. <laughs> okay um the question is you know do you have any friendships you left in South Africa that are still your friends today actually you know what sadly no mm. it's sort of kept on for a while probably I don't know so I've been in New Zealand 20 years now yeah that's, that's crazy yes like, yeah, so my 20th year here so I've been here longer than I was there so I probably, I need... yeah so. I reckon I met you is straight away like mm. you know like it's, you, you, were, you were new off the boat so dad was like because I I I was so sad. Like I, I, I wouldn't say I was depressed, but I was just sad all the time. Thing in New Zealand, I was just like it was pretty awful, really, yeah. at the start. Yes. And look, there are far more awful things, and I'm so grateful to my parents for doing that for yeah. me and yeah. just keeping on, keeping on. And mm. um, but one of the things Dad knew to sort of make me feel better was to join a gym. Go mm. and do some exercise because that will make you feel better. You mm. know, when you're feeling really down. Mm. What a great dad. How much do you love John Reed? And then John Reed oh. goes into Bodyworks Gym and comes home and is like, oh, there's a really nice girl on the reception. <laughs> <laughs> She's a really nice girl. A <laughs> cursed. Code for her. Code for She's looking. very pretty. <laughs> and no. she remembered my name. <laughs> yeah. Like, did I? So, did he say that? I remembered his name. Do you remember like that? It's a real thing. It's a thing of his, and he will remember it. Like he, at the point that he makes to remember people's names, mm. and, and like same, call them by their name as well. And so you knew his name, and so yeah. that's like, I'm like, hi, John. Like, 
I um yeah, it was a definite. I used to love it when you got when he would come in because he had a really warm, a nice warmth about him, and then he had you, your be- his beautiful daughter, and it was just such a nice. You don't see that very often, and I think that was something that always stuck out um, for me. Is how lovely that is that he takes his daughter to the gym and you go off and do your thing and then you it's just really nice because I love how I love how there was a bit of an ulterior or a hidden agenda which was I think that Kurt wasn't very good at sport so he's like (laughs) he needs to go to the gym she's a blanco because I come to think of it I don't think I have ever witnessed you play sport no and I see I was talking to Piers about it the other day because like you guys played netball and I was like that is like literally my worst fear. Like I would just <laughs> die a thousand deaths to do that. Can you not can catch? You. Can you not catch? I can't. Okay, so this is another lol. I feel like this is like the John Reed podcast, but he was like, I still couldn't ride a bike at six. So he was like, <laughs> before in South Africa, you start school at six. Okay. So he said, he was like, my daughter is not going to school without being able to ride a bike. So he took me one weekend until I could ride a bike. (laughs) And then he would practice throwing and catching with me at home so that Um, I wasn't like completely. Um, Darlene, um, your daughter Mia, she's about three, is she? Have you got her on a bike yet? (laughs) I'm still three-wheeling. Um, my I we always had this thing first. So just as you know, everyone's different, but Rico was riding a two-wheeler at three, and so every one of my children, that's what we we did. We did it at three. And so it's you don't know, worry, it's, Kirst. We're all don't doing worry. Me is gonna be about ten probably. That's yeah. fine, you know, each to their own. Yeah. We all play to our strengths, it's okay. We can we can um, force them as much as we want. Absolutely. Hey, but, <laughs> sorry, I know I mean I no know, pressure. Sorry. No pressure. The um listen no it was just a thing that because Rico was Rico it's really hard when he's the child that is the one that needs to be outside and doing things all the time so he always sort of set the like he's a stick in the sand really like he's the marker isn't he yeah Yeah, he's the marker yeah so you just try and strive to get there but anyway but also I've always wondered how you do this because you you didn't have anyone to like you didn't have friends that had kids and you didn't have sisters who had kids or anything like this, but like mm. you set these bars, not just like making your child ride a bike by three, but like you've set all these things yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Toilet training. Like no, yeah. And I don't yeah. know how you learned this shit. Like I know you were a teacher, but you didn't teach preschoolers. Like how did you oh, no. these know these bars and know that they weren't um, like way too ambitious as well? You know? Yeah, that's a really. So I think it's you're like, oh, I'm just really clever. Uh, no, yeah. it's not good in a way because you put this thing in your head and then you've got to try and achieve it because then you feel like you, if you don't, it's a bit of a. Uh, well, I suppose I, I know reading. I was a read big reader, Jess, like in the whole because I was alone a lot when I was parenting mm. Rico. Like I just didn't have anyone to talk to about it, so I would like Google stuff. But also, what were you going to say? You know. Um, I was going to say, wait, maybe because Dan had younger brothers that, no, but they were very little. They were tiny little no. babies. So no, not- Dan is very much a very hands-on father and the fact that like he just wanted Rico to ride a bike and it was like he was, the progress, like he was balanced biking and at, at two really confidently down hills and around the corners and stuff, falling off a lot. But Dan's a very, that's all right. He'll get up. Leave him alone. He'll get up. You mm. know, and I just suppose he was probably the lead in that respect. Wonder if anyone's listening to this podcast saying like, like shunning you for being so. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just joking. Oh my god, but, there's um, a lot of things bit, that my kids. There's a lot of things you know, that my kids do wrong and can't do, guys. It's, and we, that we do wrong. But the Dan is just he. He's got all these sons and he wants them out biking with him, so he will do it as when he can. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, but I also think that no two people are the same because so there's me learning to ride a bike at six and my brother was peddling a bike at two. Mm. You know, he's the opposite. Anything, any sport that he tries, Mm. he excels in. Mm. So we're just different people, really. Mm. But like me and my identical twin sister with the same DNA. (laughs) (laughs) We we have the same discrepancies. You know, that's a really good call because we just treated all of our four the same, that they should all be riding a bike at three and they should all be going off the toilet, onto the toilet at two. And it's really bad, probably. So there you go. No, no. My my comment was joking about someone who's like got some experience with like 
the brains of children who's going to come out and say, I'm just being really negative and hypercritical. So I'll just stop there. Okay, let's go back to the person in question. Um, John. No. John. Um, John Reed. What else can we say about him? Well, he's quite good looking for an old fellow. Oh, no. He's got COVID at the moment. Anyway. Yeah, but he's doing all right, isn't he? No, he's much better. He's come yeah, cool. come out the other end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so your parents don't live in New Zealand. You live in Auckland um, and yep. your parents live, they don't live in Wellington anymore. They moved to Sydney and your brother's in Sydney too, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yep. and what? <clears throat> he and his girlfriend just bought their first house. So that's exciting. Oh, did they? Oh, that's After, amazing. Like, quite a... Um, you know, I think it's near impossible task. So good on yeah. you. Yeah, congratulations! It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, well done. Such an achievement. Mm. Hey, um, just going back to when you were fifteen. When did you? I know that. I think I said in the introduction I got a bit protective of you because let's be honest, mm, you're quite an eye candy. As Jess and I often talk about, <laughs> we think that you're one of the most beautiful people we know inside and out. And um, it's no secret because we tell you that all the time, which you don't like hearing. But <laughs> she's she's crawling boys, away. I'm just she's dying going inside of her shell. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, there was one guy in particular that I used to work with and he was tall and um, quite dapper and pretty pretty um, good communicator. Well, quite good at tuning and the woman. And anyway, he <laughs> took a liking. He took a liking to you, and I didn't really like that. I thought, no, stay away from her. You are older than her. You were, he was out of school, I think, and you were still in uniform, so I was not happy with his liking. <laughs> anyway, what happened with that guy? Like, what was his name? And tell us that story, please. So um, his name is Piers Gordon, and he is my husband. <laughs> so clearly I listened to every, he listened to Lisa, and I listened to her. And I actually remember your exact, sentence I remember exactly we were standing at the entrance of Body Works gym and he was standing next to you because you're always quite open aren't you you just say what you think in front of whoever <laughs> and your exact words were don't go near him he's trouble <laughs> oh my god and that made you want to go near him clearly I'll say absolutely absolutely and I just yeah I mean look we're we're happily married and and things, but he was he was trouble. You were hey, right. at, at that point, had he <laughs> kissed Charlotte? Had he passed Char by the stage, or was that after? Oh, look, it's all a bit muddy, really. <laughs> I'm not sure. I just remember, so Jesse and I were working at Divine Pizza, and I remember going on, arriving at my shift on Sunday, and she was working. I always get quite excited when Jess was working because that was fun, and I got it all, like, fizzed up to tell her I – Yes, I went to this um, rugby club do with this guy and it was so fun and like it was a bit naughty because they're all like a couple of years older than us. So, like they picked mm. guys picked us up in these cars and blah blah blah. And she's like, Oh, what was his name? I don't know if I called him Perry or Piers, but everyone in Wellington knows him as Perry. So I mean I said, Oh, and his name was Perry and I kissed him or something like that. And his <laughs> face just fell. <laughs> And I don't know, you were like, I think you were fuming, but I understand that because you were like protecting your sister, yeah. like you went what, into protective sister mode because I don't know, I think Piers and Charlotte had gone out, I think they'd split up for obvious reasons now, um, <laughs> and, and then he was sort of trying to get back in there, I think. I think oh, they sort of started was... chatting again. Is that right? Have I got that right? Don't ask me because my memory is a sieve. Lisa might know. But, no, Jess, my memory is probably just as bad as yours. But I do know that they were quite good mates because I think, did Perry play cricket? Because Shah was a, obviously a cricketer. No, he no. didn't. But yeah, they, I think, I don't know. But um, poor little Shah and poor Perry because I think <laughs> Perry, Perry just really wanted to, you know, tick that, get that notch on the belt probably. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, you work so hard, eh, for all the spading and stuff, but anyway, um, so that was great, and then I remember turning up to the gym, and Lee giving me the cold shoulder, which was devastating to oh, me, I was just wow. like, gutted in my That's heart, because so I felt bad. like I hadn't done anything wrong, like I felt like I, I would never have done anything like that if I had known, but he's a sly dog, we know that, so... Um. <laughs> I, no, he's not. I feel I like 
do you know, do you know tell, saying that um, Lise gave you the cold shoulder is so bad because I reckon I know that what I did. I feel like I can remember that. And that's well, not okay, is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're looking, you're looking out for your sister and then this girl's come along and you're well, already told to stay away. Not for that reason, but probably for other. Hey, um, yeah, protective of Kirsten, yeah. and then suddenly you're protected of Shah. Um, I don't think it's too bad, Lise. You would just try, you know, you would just. I, I think know. it but just then took, how did that, this resolve. That, what that quote, what you said, Kirsten, though, took me back to days where you know. Do you guys remember, like, you know, it being in a shitty with someone, and and mm. being a young girl and getting into a shitty and giving them a blank or something? It just it took me back to feeling a bit like that, which is not a nice thing to do to anybody so mm. sorry babe I think I was just obviously a bit gutted because there was a few emotions going on anyway yeah how did it resolve um I, I don't really it didn't. know I think we all didn't it no it just kept no you just I think you and Perry just rocked up and you kept hanging out didn't you and it was great because well you you were getting you really fell for each other didn't you and then that was it yeah, absolutely. And I I also never forget a night. I don't know why, but mum and I were in the Katawa. Oh, no, not Katawa. Is it? No, not Katawa. Johnsonville Shops. You guys know the Johnsonville Mall. Mm, very well. Mm-hmm. Terrible place. <laughs> Johnsonville Mall Car Park. And it's not that bad. It's our hometown. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. This is a long time ago. So perhaps it's judged up a bit, but I. um, It hasn't, but. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I used to go there a lot, so it couldn't be too bad. Anyway, Mum and I were sitting in the car. It was raining, standards, and um, she said, "I think you're going to marry this guy." And I was like, "What? I'm 17 years old. This is, oh my god! Like, how can you even say this? Oh my gosh! How can she and say I just it? think I know. And then you know, there were ups and downs thereafter for quite some time because I mean, look. What seventeen-year-old and nineteen-year-old, you know, mm. I don't know. You're going to go through some stuff, aren't you? It's not going to be a yeah. Sailing. Remember Same. when you came to our house? Like I live, I was living with the twins, and like you, did you stay the night? Because there was a you yeah, were I did. a bit of a. What did you stay I for did. the weekend or just one night? I think just one night because I was living by myself. At I came and time. picked you up though, way. Eh? Yeah. So yep. you're. Yep. You're, can we can we um talk about at what what how old were you? You moved there in, at fourteen, and how old were you when you made that decision to stay in Wellington because you'd met Perry and your parents were moving to Sydney, eh? And you just oh, eighteen, yeah. 18. So the year later, I finished high school and they moved, and I mm. stayed. Mm. Um, I think I just you know I just met him and I things were going quite well at that time I mean mm. not thereafter for a while but it's then. quite good curse to have <clears throat> uh, when you meet so young I, I reckon it is quite I mean I'm just speaking out of like you know my own thought but to have like curveballs thrown at you to because I know you had a few break you had a break maybe yeah. in there and you went and explored other your time on your own kind Thanks. of thing and, and then you yep. got back together it's quite <laughs> it's quite good <laughs> The other things uh yeah it's always a positive to go through um blips and adversity and stuff I think and especially because you were so young and to get through those and then come back stronger eh mm. yes absolutely I think all of life's challenges teach us something don't they mm. okay cursed yo um you have obviously you're married now with two babies and from 18 you're now how old are you I'm going to be 35 in December. I'm yeah, cool. So when, yeah. So when did you get married? How old were you? 27. So youngish. I think. Mm, quite young. Today's standards. Mm. Yeah. Jess, did you go to a wedding? No, I was living. Where was I living? Curse London. You're in London. You were invited. Where did you? Sure. Yeah. Where did you get married? At Poppy's and Martin Brass. Have you been there? Oh, yes. Oh, and we went for um, Dickie's Hen Zoo. Yeah. Yeah. That's, really yeah. Yeah. That's when I first enjoyed a glass of rosé because I'm not a real rosé fan, but the Poppy's rosé so, is so good, huh? So good. Yeah. And the platter. Um, 
Um, I remember that you, sorry, that you screenshot me on your wedding day. You, got, you sorry, you said, this is the last time I probably used Snapchat. How many years ago was this? <laughs> that you sent a picture of you on your wedding 2014. day. 2014. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, Jeff asked, and I did deliver so, it, didn't I? That was quite good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, people might be thinking why I didn't get invited to the wedding, but we sort of didn't, we weren't really like... <laughs> <laughs> like we were I was like a, I was like a mom figure to you when we were at the gym and then I left and went to teachers college I think and then did my own thing but you and yeah. Jess formed quite a proper friendship when you were working together at the pizza shop eh yeah well pizza shop but actually after I guess I think like when I was at uni no yeah uh, yeah and then before you, London just before yeah. you went to London I think yes because um, you were at uni with my boyfriend at the time as well Yes, ah. and, um, but even before that, yes, because yeah. there were a few boyfriends, like we used to go for runs and stuff together. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, maybe it's them. Maybe you're right, Lee. Sorry, but, this is real poor chat. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I just don't know how you guys remember, like how you were saying that you stayed the night at our house that weekend. It was just, I, was I just vividly fun. remember that night. Mm. And, yeah anyway yeah um, but also after the pizza shop we must have I think you and I had a I don't know we were a little bit we, we did you get a bit obsessive with your with your exercise and stuff like me or not really is that is, is that, that a question or is that actually assumption? Saying, tell, tell everyone that no. me and you who were obsessed with the exercise and yeah. food in our bodies no but I'm I, Kirsten, I no, you're right. Yeah. I think you're. She's right, though, because I have been thinking about this since you know you said come on the podcast, and then I was thinking about what we might talk about, and um, you know, exercise always being such a um an important part of my life, but I do think at times, um, particularly that sort of late teen, early twenties, where it became quite um uh what's the word I want to use yeah just like I had to go and you couldn't just do one class you had to do extra Mm. but and I wonder I've been thinking about it Jess because I know that you girls talk about this quite a bit on the podcast and sometimes so that happens to some people and that that time in your life you're quite influenced by Mm. others around you right what they look like what they're wearing what they're you know, mm. I don't know. Impressionable um, age. Yes, yeah. Um, but now I'm just so relaxed about it and I would never do more than a 20-minute workout. And mm-hmm. my runs are half an hour max. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness. That's over. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness so, it's over because I enjoy it. But I just, there's no pressure. Yeah. Mm. So, Jess, um, I know um, you've um, obviously talked about this a lot. Like, you, um, and we're going to talk about this more with you at some point soon, but... Um, how cursed I'm wondering in relation to Jess because Jess actually got quite sick. Did you ever get um, quite sick in the head with um, how to manage all of that? And did you have really negative thoughts about your body? And how did you overcome it? Like, do you is there a pivotal point? Like, were you like that, like Jess, or were you was it just a little bit of a phase? No. Um, <clears throat> so. I think at that time it was a phase, but I do recall, and Piers doesn't even know this, I, I don't, like I've never told really anybody, but I'll share it with Pod because when I was sort of 16, 17, I, um, I, you know, put on quite a bit of weight. I don't know, it's just hormones or that sort of stage in your life where you're at high school with some girls and they can just eat and eat and chocolate lollies ice cream blah 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 and it doesn't affect them well I was quite curvy and um and I was desperately sad about the way that I looked like I just was so upset and gutted and and I know you can say oh well that's ridiculous how can you think that but you know in your head you just can't get it out of your head it's just all about Mm -hmm. you Mm. And I remember just crying in my room because there was like balls and stuff that, you know, six-form ball and all of those things. And I would get so upset and just so gutted looking at myself in the mirror. And I also had quite bad skin, like my <clears throat> acne. I think I went on Rakuten and it helped a lot. Um, and my mum and dad didn't know how to help me. And so... Um, I guess out of desperation they were like well she just desperately wants to lose some weight um, took me to Jenny Craig 
Oh. And I never, I, I know, isn't that weird? And were you, now looking back, were you overweight cursed or? Um, I don't know. I was probably, uh, no, I, I don't know. Oh, isn't like, it hard being a parent? It, like in the goodness I of know. your parents' hearts, they just wanted to make you happy. So they thought, okay, well, maybe it's safer if we just take her here and then they can, they can like look after her and, and monitor her and hopefully make her smile again. I think, yeah, it's just that sort of fixing mentality, but really it was just fixing my mind. mind. But I did learn, I mean, I did learn things out of that and it didn't spiral from there. I did lose quite a bit of weight and I I think it taught me a bit about portion control, but, you know, I would never do that for my own children now. Um, so as you say, it's like out of the goodness of their heart trying to help mm. me. Mm. Um, yeah, I so then I felt really good, and then and then I met Pierce at that time when I sort of had gone through the process of it, mm. however many months it was, mm. um, and then I was feeling really positive, and then after that I probably because um, I was I was out of home, I was living on my own, I was actually boarding in a house because I didn't get into um, uni res in my first year. Um, and mum and dad, you know, they left me in New Zealand on my own. So they didn't really want me just flatting with random people. So mm. I boarded um, with a lady. And so when you're living alone, you don't really have anyone to say, oh, you don't need to go to the gym twice today. Mm-hmm. Or what, why, what are you doing that for? Mm. You know what I mean? Did oh, Perry yeah. notice that you were doing that? And did he ever say anything? No, he was a what like twenty year old guy. Yeah, I know, and and yeah. it's not very uncommon to see people gym in the morning, then come back and do weights at night or something, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if I missed a day, it would just be, you know, like it would really eat me up inside. Mm. Do you know? I, I think that I love food so much, so I never like, <laughs> like I could never um, deprive myself of that. But it was just more the turmoil that was going on in my head, I think. Mm. I think, like, I, this is again generalizing, but like, I haven't been that like obsessed with exercise or anything, but like, you know, how good it would feel if you did a bit of extra cardio on the machines, you know, if you did an hour and 15 minutes, like an extra 15 minutes on the cross trainer or something, you know, it was always like, and then you'd go off thinking, like, for me back then, it wasn't about, I don't like it. it I didn't even know how to tap into the, how it made me feel. It was more like ticking off a box, like a bit of exercise today. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it then got, I I know exactly what you mean, Kirst, because where I got really bad or where it sort of started was when Ian, my boyfriend at the time was away and for a good period of time, like three months. And I, I flattered with a few new kind of people that became friends but um I was also by myself a lot like didn't have mm. to you know report to anybody on on your own terms and I lived around the corner from Lee's Mills so I was like there was absolutely there twice a day like what else am I going to do and my boyfriend's not here and stuff like that um been there done that Mm. Yeah, and um, I think you enjoyed the social aspect of it too. If you were on your own, right? Yeah. You go and say hi to people, blah blah blah. Yeah, which yeah. is where you and I started. We again, where you and I saw a lot of each other, especially when we'd sort of meet at the treadmills at five, you know, four fifty-five, and then both duck off to the toilet by five oh one for a poo because that's what the treadmill did to us every time, <laughs> and then come back to to five fifteen body attack or something. <laughs> Oh yeah, my shin splints, they were playing up. <laughs> oh, That's God. why I just like, you know, the kit I just love working on the front desk because I was just like Lisa's <laughs> like, who cares about the exercise? It was the front desk with my Fire. eyelashes batting at all these rugby academy boys. <laughs> no, oh, just yeah. even even John Reed, he, he wasn't around. <laughs> He wasn't. Yeah, come back. Yeah, come back. <laughs> um okay, well oh, that's really no, cool. So now know, we got through it. We got through it. Yeah. Yes, you did. And I don't think like, gosh, it's like 
as I've talked to you about lately, like there's chapters in our life, eh? it's crazy to think you've closed that chapter and it's like a memory and you think back and like, wow, my brain is so different now, you know? Mm, um, yeah. And we learn so much. Hey, going on, you guys got married and then I, um, you got pregnant, but you had a bit of a road to getting Namiya, eh? or was it more the second baby? Yeah. I can't quite mm. remember that. No, so I, um, I came off the pill and then I... I think it's quite common. I didn't really get a period for quite some time. So I needed mm. help um, getting that going. And then once I got that started, I fell pregnant quite quickly, but I um, unfortunately miscarried um, quite early on in that first pregnancy. And I just can't believe how, I, and I know lots of people, because the more I talk about it, the more people I know that these things happen to, but how naive I was going into Mm. having children like I just thought you know have sex make baby mm-hmm. um so I was quite devastated uh well understandably devastated at that first miscarriage and then um a few months later we tried again and um I miscarried again and I thought oh gosh is this is this something wrong with mm. me like mm. what um and the second time I was away Pierce was um, in Las Vegas, he goes for work um, every January. So I was with my parents and it was just pretty awful. It was awful phoning him to tell him. and He was just mm. so gutted mm. for us. And I know there are so many people. Oh, it makes me a bit cheerful. Mm. Um, you know, infertility issues. And it can be so much worse. So I don't want to sort of say that that was bad. But, you know, you're just so devastated by, you know... I know that it wasn't a child, but you just instantly picture what your life mm. might look like as mm. soon as you can see, you know, and then mm. it's like a loss without anything sort of tangible. So yeah, um, second miscarriage and then um, we kind of were like, okay, like we have, when we have a goal in mind, we sort of go for it. So we kept trying and, and then after that miscarriage, I fell pregnant with Mia. So I also am fortunate that I, fell pregnant so you know quite easily I guess I just was having trouble keeping them but mm. um I fell pregnant with Mia and that went well but I was so anxious the whole time I think you yeah. can't sort of and even if you haven't had miscarriages or, or um pregnancy loss I think pregnancy is quite um stressful mm. and yeah. um and anxiety inducing so I was very um panic I think I had like a hundred scans I don't know it's definitely graduation mm. but you know I just yeah every time I didn't feel something I was like oh something's going wrong yeah by, by this so stage babe you, you were a teacher eh? so you you trained to be a teacher and you were teaching yes yeah yeah, yeah. so by the time I conceived me I'd been teaching for eight years yeah well, I remember yeah. when you got your first job I was so proud of you because I was obviously a teacher too Yes, and that was a time there was a massive teacher shortage, so it took me like a year to get a job, but I absolutely yeah. loved it. Mm. Yeah. And I know Weird that words. you watched your, yes, gorgeous yeah. ball, and one of my yeah. mums sent me a picture of her son going off his sexual ball in his suit. Oh my week. gosh. That's oh. sweet. I taught him as a year two, and he was just a delight. You know how you meet those children, and I think people say that to you about Tina, or all your kids, but I... <laughs> recently told me something about Tay he was just like like no, a sunshine one of those out of the bag just sunshine in a human and is form. he gorgeous now babe and he's just divine I mean he's 16 or 17 so you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's just this, this, and his mum was so proud and I just loved it she sent me the oh, photo that's so yes. cute Love so that. cute mm. um <laughs> Anyway, okay, I just wanted mm. to drop that in about because we hadn't actually, we missed the boat when we, we, yeah, we were yeah. talking at early 20s yeah. and we went to teachers' college and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I know. That was fun. And I love working with children. Like, I, I really did love that mm. job. Um, Hard to be a parent, eh? Hard to be a parent? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> job in the world. <laughs> How's it going with your two? So after you had Mia, did you have an easy road getting your second baby or...? No, I had a terrible time. Yeah, Daisy I had, was a little. Mm. Yeah, I had a mis- another miscarriage after Mia, so we tried again, and I, I thought, look, I won't go too much into it, but I, um, I thought, you know, sweet, my body's working, it knows what to do, mm. it will be fine. 
And I remember I had booked, I was very casual and I was feeling sick and all the feelings that you need to feel. So I was quite confident. I, Piers was, um, I went off to my 10 week scan and I said, oh, don't worry, you don't come. I'll, I'll just go on my own. I remember this. Turned up to the scan and, and, um, it wasn't good news. Um, it was, yeah, there was no heartbeat and I was just so shocked. I was just, I think it was more the shock, like previous to, um, you know, I sort of didn't really feel like I said to, I remember saying to mum, I just don't feel pregnant, mum. I just don't feel anything, but I was feeling miserable. Mm. With I remember. Pregnancy. Um, so sick couldn't eat anything just terribly terribly sick so I was just like caught well off guard yeah um and I drove home down the driveway and I just got out the car and shook my head and burst into tears and um yeah Pierce obviously knew what I meant by that um and what had happened so it's oh gosh the word evades me but um it was a missed miscarriage and it was a partial molar pregnancy so I don't really know what that means so I'm not going to try and explain it but basically my hormones were skyrocketing so I was feeling all the feels you know hard for boobs like sick and all of the things because my HCG kept going up and up and up and up but the pregnancy wasn't continuing mm. um so I had to have a couple procedures to get rid of that, so that was I remember that too and, and wasn't it COVID times babe and you were on your own yeah. is that true yeah, and so I went, yeah, I had to go on my own to, um, I had a pill first to try and get rid mm. of it, and that was all fun. I drove myself there and drove myself home, and in hindsight, I shouldn't have done mm. that, really. Mm. Because you were very I, in pain, weren't you? I was in pain, but I also, I, I think it sort of hit me, it, like, sort of, after I took that tablet, I sort of knew, like, I'm getting rid of this, even though I knew it wasn't viable. I sort of felt like I had taken a step to doing that and it sort of shocked me. And I'm quite, um, I'm not, well, Pierce might have a different opinion, but I don't think I'm highly emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd very much disagree, but I, I sort of thought I had it, like I, I could do that. Yeah, yeah you're quite fine. strong and you're quite yeah. an independent girl because that's what you had to be. You became independent quite young, mm. I reckon. Mm. Um, and I drove home and I was just, I shouldn't have really probably driven myself home mm. I was not in a good sort of way but no. yeah and then but then after that um once we got through all of that I took a break I said I just need a break from this all of this it was just too much so I had a really we had an awesome summer with Mia she was two so she was well, yeah two and she was just so cool and we just had a really beautiful summer and then in the new year I said okay let's buckle in let's try again and I was under no false pretenses this time that it was going to go the right way but mm. it did and into Daisy so. yeah and um the Mia your eldest your firstborn was quite it's quite an easy was quite an easy baby eh really oh yeah <laughs> I, I always think that that's really hard when people I had a really hard first baby I was thinking about you the other day um cursed about like because I think it's harder when you have an easy first yeah it would be um, my would so be. she's just like a cruisy cruisy baby Daisy <laughs> is hard work <laughs> yeah my sister-in-law has had the same like her first girl was just so cruisy and then the second girl they think is like a just like a psycho <laughs> But she's incredible, but she's just been completely poles apart, a bit like Mia and Daisy have been, eh? Oh, firecracker. I just can't, like, honestly, I just deal with, um, oh, what's the word, gosh, brain. Just but, like poo and wee and vomit all day, and she's just wild, and she crawls, she's trying to get upstairs, she's seven months old. She goes, <laughs> we moved the table, the, like, coffee table, because she kept hitting her head on it. And now she's trying to go under the couch. Like, it's just <laughs> wild. Is she Perry? Um, is she Perry and is Mia you? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know where he's come from. <laughs> Kirst texted me the other day. She's the shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I should repeat it. 
fine. Like she's the shittiest baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you love her with all your inner soul, isn't it? But you know, isn't it? It's a bit fucked up, hey, how like <laughs> you just suddenly become mother and you've just got so much more to deal with and just oh it's my so God. hard. Can I just so she came with me to my workout this morning and oh, um, did she? she she did. She made a guest appearance. Oh cool. And she spewed she pooed as well. Yes. Yeah, someone said you did she did so well um with a full nappy. <laughs> Wait, she pooed in her nappy. That's okay. I thought you were having nappy off time, no? You don't do nothing. No, 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 no. You're like me. No, no, <laughs> no. never again. Yeah. Um, so she pooed in her nappy and then she spewed on my mat. And I, had, I had no towels, so I had to go. I was like, shivers, I'll go to the laundry basket. And I grabbed Mia's panties from the wash. Panties. And then laid down on my mat. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, you literally, do you call them panties? Like, do you actually call um, Mia's knickers panties? Knickers. Is that a South African thing? Oh. oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I got Bo out of bed just to tell you, just on that theme. I grabbed him at 6.30 this morning. Luckily, it's got it's moved to 6.30. But I just picked him out of the sleep sack and then I just had this wet arm and it just stunk. And there he was, pooed last night, though. He, every morning, Saturday morning box jam, he was getting showered because he'd done a punami. And then Monday morning today, chunks and chunks <laughs> falling you, everywhere, raisins. Oh, don't like, stop. I can't cope because I'm past that, guys. Like, like just so hell. much shit. And I yelled, Dorian, run the bath. <laughs> And he's running. He's like, just put him in the shower. I'm like, I'm scarred by the noise he made Excuse in my box me. jam. Um, last night, he did a uh, real stinky poo at the end of our family dinner. Yes, he did. Who did? Oh, um, yeah. So he's doing big stinky poos at night as well as the morning. Well, I mean, the, the, the well, does that not justify in, you know, the amount of he eats? That kid eats, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think you need to up a size in the nappy, Jess, or something? Uh, isn't he at like the top biggest nappy size? <laughs> toilet trainer, <laughs> toilet trainer. <laughs> yeah, they so some people say there's like some eighteen month like little. It's an eighteen month window. Yeah, where you can toilet train. Maybe we will because honestly, he's grossing me oh, out. Oh god, that's and just, it goes and that... all in the balls and like <laughs> all down his leg, like so gross. I do find the balls. Ugh. Don't you feel stoked though, Jess, that now, oh, you mean the balls. You see, I'm not used to a vagina change. So balls to me were fine because it stopped the shit from going everywhere. Oh, oh does, does it, it like, little, like stop it from going up the back and the bum? No, it, it stops it from going up the front penis part. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, well, it doesn't oh, sorry, get into of the... Of course it goes down the bum. It goes yeah. down the bum. It comes oh, down. No. It's yeah. needed. Oh, um, oh, God. Yeah, no, gross. <laughs> Um, Lace, do you think we should, should, we should probably wind up soon, eh? But I wonder. Yeah, about... I just want to quickly finish that story, though. I, if that was uh. me, I would have been real stoked that he'd done the poo before he went to preschool. So then, like, the preschool don't have to deal with it, you know? Things like I, that. Real I, small points. I was, but actually part of me is just like, you, when he doesn't wake up with a poo on a preschool day, I'm like, oh, you got to do a big poo at school, Bobo. Oh, <laughs> and I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like that. I used to go into the school and say, I'm so sorry he hasn't pooed yet. And, um, yeah. No, I mean I know. If they tell me he does a poo, I make a point of apologizing. But I do swear that they, they tell me on purpose because they're like, he had a good poo and I'm like, Yeah, they're foul. I know. Oh, can we just talk this is just a change of subject slightly, but not really. Mum and dad have this baby girl, as we all know, and it's a dog. And last night I heard them talking about, about doing a but- Oh, sorry. Like dad goes, oh, Steph, yeah, she's just two really big poos like that. And mum's like, oh, good, good. And it was like an actual chat about their baby dog's poo and they were so stoked. Sorry, but about five times last night there, there was some a comment such as, isn't she just such a good girl? And, you know, my immediate brain is like, Nina, not Nina. really. You know, no, not really. <laughs> but why? But they're talking about their black lab that's sitting on this blanket in front of Lisa's gas heater. And, like, it's just, oh she's oh, so much easier having a dog than kids. <laughs> you know? She, anyway, she'll be oh. just stop talking about it. I mean... Yeah, mm. we won't talk. We won't. I mean, it's just, it's really wonderful that they've got her because it's mm. it's added a lot of joy. So anyway, we shouldn't mock. But it was no, just so shouldn't. funny when they were talking about their baby girl's poos. Yes. Yeah, we're all. We're um, all um, and how well behaved she is and how she doesn't talk back and all that kind of thing anyway. Mm. 
Um, all right. Well, yes. Shall we round up? Have we got hey. a few things? We haven't not we have not covered all of our questions. No, but we haven't. That's what happens. Yeah. One thing we should finish off with is the fact that you know, for this non-sporty gym overachiever of however many years, she's since five years ago started moving Mama and hasn't looked back to the gym, eh, Kay Reid? Absolutely. It was a lifesaver. Honestly, I, I just really, I am so appreciative of what Lisa started. Mm. And it's not because I'm your friend. No, I because you weren't even a mum, like, mate. Piers, no, I wasn't a mum. But then I shortly after became a mum. And Piers is gone before the kids wake up and get home after dinner time. So mm. when, and the, and exercising has always been, you know, as you say, sometimes a bit more because but I've lost that now. But it's such a key and important part of my life and me feeling like me. Mm. Yeah. Um, hey, babe. But I wouldn't can, have we go, can we go back to before you were a mother? What mm. what I mean is that it's such a thrill for me when we have members in Move It Mama that aren't mums because we have quite a few of them. And I know that I shouldn't have called it Move It Mama because it makes people think they have to be a mum. But I always got a thrill with you, darling, because you weren't a mother at this time and you chose Move It Mama over the gym, eh? And like, did you get to the point where it was like, I'm busy teaching and this is giving me the sufficient endorphins that I need? Is that why? Yeah. And also, um, absolutely. And I, Pia said, because I said, oh, it's really good. I think I'm just going to do this. Mm. Um, because, and he said, I know, because you wouldn't do something that wasn't challenging. Nice. Um, so it must be really good. So I found it really challenging. The price was right. And we moved, we bought our first house, I um, can't remember when, a few years ago. And uh, it was in a little complex and there was a gym there. So I just used to get up in the morning and it was like right next to, because it was a tiny little house, but you can do it anywhere. Um, but I used to go in there and I like got up so much later. I wasn't getting up the crack of dawn to drive into the city, to get to a place, to drive home, you know, save time, mm. save money, mm. great and you're, workout, and way you're better. A, you're a big gym fan as well, eh? You know, you've you've tried your hand at lots of different things or, you know, like tasted F45 and Pilates Reformer and stuff like that. And, and like while that would maybe be nice from time to time you've always come back to move at my or well, you haven't left absolutely but... no I've never left no nah. mm. and I get was... things to go and they just affirm to me how, how great it is yeah and how efficient and good and hard and sufficient the workout level is too eh when you yeah I... yeah Oh my gosh, amazing. Mm. That's what I, I wrote this post yesterday, but it deleted and I was so annoyed because I was thinking about why I'm still here. Why am I still here? I could easily go to the gym now and go to F45 yeah. and do all those things. But why would I when it ticks all the boxes? Like, yes, I know it's not about weight, but it helps keep my um, body in check. It helps my, like I've changed my physique with Move It Mama. I've, I get the endorphin hit. I, it makes me a better person. It makes me happier and it makes me fit. So mm. why would I leave something so quick and effective you know but mm. hey um damn it <laughs> gotta say something but i've forgotten uh yeah gone let's finish with the john reed again so john reed's in <laughs> sydney with covid but your mother arrived yesterday morning didn't she yeah so she put him into isolation so that she could still come did she i wondered because we didn't quite get to that when we were like messaging last week she put him in yeah, iso yeah, yeah. so he had been away on a conference and then picked it up there so he was put into isolation so that she could still come because got you yeah the old wheels are falling off a bit at the, the Gordon mm. household no they weren't it was just me trying to be as routine and sort of structured as I normally am, but I have two children and sometimes things go a bit Daisy is wild. <laughs> so. Yeah, it is really hard to, when you're quite routine, like routine, t- like really tickles your fancy and that was a bit like me. And when the routine yeah. doesn't work quite the way you want it, it's hard to let it go. Mm. But it's a learning, learning curve. And as you keep going, you'll learn that. And yeah, it will get easier, darling. It's just phases and stages. Um, okay, well, I suppose we should wrap it up. Mm. Um, I just want to say, oh, that's what I think I remember. Uh, That's what I remember now. I remember it. Good girl, Lisa Fong. Um, you were saying how you weren't sporty, but from me watching you at the gym, doing your classes, when I'd go count the class, I used to always have to go out from a front desk and go and count and I'd see you and you'd be doing your, doing your exercise. And I'd always think how you, you were, you had such good form and you were so fit. And so 
when it came to finding somebody to take some more workouts with and move it mama you me and Jess mentioned your name and, and we were like yes and then I just thought you know even though I didn't know you weren't really sporty darling because your technique is really good you're and you do such a great job and I feel and I know Jess is the same like I want to do your workouts I want to check in with you and I and you are a joy to work out with so we're like we're really grateful for you for like getting out of your comfort zone and doing that because I honestly feel from the bottom of my heart like you completely fit in and you just do such a great job so thanks oh thanks so much girls love you guys Jess what do you think yeah, I'm conscious that she needs to go and put Mia up in it's Auckland and she probably needs to. Oh, what time now. does she have to go? Does it take about uh, two hours? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everything's five minutes down the road across Jack. Um <laughs> no, no, it's fine, she's cool. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, I mean look, her four like she we knew she, the second we started talking about it, our only um not reservation our concern was that she'd be like nah hell no I ain't gonna do that because she's not the biggest social media person or anything like that are you guess so yeah but it's not about that is it makes me quite shy no I'm I'm like extrovert introvert yeah yeah that's what like I would I extrovert introvert introvert wild um like I was at your house one time and you're like come on camera come say hi Die, die a thousand deaths. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. Get me off there. Don't um, even stare. Yeah. I got but a really cool anyway. email the other day, Kirst, when the last P, one of the PSs was just a, a door curse in the way she's come in and then just rocked straight into a high intensity now. And she's yes. Blah, blah, blah. I was meant to show you that. I don't yeah. Know. I, was I got that too. So, um, darling, just remember that what we see and what I saw from when you were 15 was um, your very. Uh, down to earth genuine you're you you're like you're a breath of fresh air and that's why we wanted you to um be a part of this so yeah it's great to have you and I know Jess and Shah and everyone agrees and everyone loves you so yeah you're a real asset and we're proud of you so well done my darling yeah all right we out of here yeah, no sparkle spreader, right? But what well, my sparkle spreader would be that what's really cool is somehow since having met you, like you were sort of started off as Lisa's friend, and then somehow since the the time we met, we've always had something that was always like, of course, you just naturally common ground a friendship, but there's always this common ground. Like there was yeah, cool. stuff, and then there was exercise, and then there was the boyfriend at teachers college with you, and then all sorts of things. And then how cool that now that you, I mean, we always talked often, but this job you know doing the workouts as well as like an extra thing to chat about and stuff you know mm. yeah I don't know I should have thought of the sparkle spreader but I didn't don't worry what about your mum just coming and like you don't that's a sparkle spreader right you were so looking forward to your mum arriving she arrived last night yeah just having the extra pair of hands is just <gasps> but epic mm. you're a bit gutted that you can't watch Love Island but you might be able to watch it just put it when she's oh. in bed Bring a bit some, of summer of love to your winter. <laughs> sometimes I'm a bit embarrassed to say that, like about Love Island, because I know people are like, oh, yeah. but it's such a classier watch than maths. Like, I hate maths because it's just so horrible. But Love Island is all about the friendships and the banter, eh? Oh, I just think it's just amazing, like, social experiment, isn't it? I just yeah, love same. watching people interact and try and, yeah. like, and like banter with each other yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. quite amazing what learning what turns people on and turns people off yeah there's also something to you be know. said though for a tv show that doesn't make you like think and too much and stuff like that like at the end of a day with a couple of young children and everything else on your plate it's quite nice to just not actually have to watch some intellectual show I know, but Jess, it's really bad because I'll go to bed thinking about them and like they're on the island. And this is exactly why I don't want to get into it because I get too invested. (laughs) I'll stalk all of them on social media. No, I don't do that until after. Used to. No, not not when it's going on afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, girls. I did have. Well, I did have one thing to finish off. I'm listening to a podcast and it's feel more, live lot feel. Live longer, feel more, or something like that. Great that you remember doc- the name. Good. I, hang on, I'm going to get it right now because people ask me. So, a doctor, a move it mama who's a doctor, um, she messaged me about it and I'm got, she said, but feel better, live more. 
um, with Dr. Chatterjee. He's a doctor in the UK and my a Move It Mama messaged me a link to it saying I'm a medical professional and I'm blown away with this guy's podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was just listening to a 15-minute one on my way home about um, emotions and just the power of having someone in your life that just by being with them, sitting with them, it, it um, calms you and puts things into perspective and just think about the people in your life that you've got and that who, who fit under that umbrella. And I had, you know, just it's nice to have connections, isn't it? And the point of the matter is just a bit of connection and a bit of friendship and a bit of companionship can go a long way so um if you've got a friend that you feel like that about maybe give them a phone call and just say thanks or for love island let's go to love island and connect (laughs) with all those people on the island so um, dan and i chatted last night about it and i I, he reckons i'd be terrible there and that i'd cry all the time and i was like (laughs) and so dan said he would never even do it and i was like i would do it i would do it he said you'd be terrible you'd cry Mm. (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) true Alright. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.